0: الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ربنا إني أسكنت من ذريتي بواد غير ذي زرع عند بيتك المحرم ربنا ليقيموا الصلاة فاجعل أفئدة من الناس تهوي إليهم وارزقهم من الثمرات لعلهم يشكرون وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من قال لا إله إلا الله مخلصا دخل الجنة قيل وما إخلاصها يا رسول الله؟ (laughs) قَالَ أَن تَحْجِزَهُ مَا أَن مَحَارِمِ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ أَوْ كَمَا قَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ Most respected Allah my brothers and elders. <coughs> One of the greatest concerns
1: of this insan on a day-to-day basis, and especially in the country that we are living in, is security person is concerned about the security of his life, security of his family, security of his wealth, of his property. This is an ongoing and ever-increasing concern and as a result of this concern a person adds layers upon layers of security. The house is secured at one level by adding so many things to aid burglar guards and gates but then there's another level of security in terms of alarms then there's a boundary wall with an electric fence but then there's an armed response as well on top of that so all these are the measures that are undertaken in order to beef up that security because this is the priority to which security is given this is the very great importance which security plays in the life of a person All this is in its place to look after one's life, to look after one's family is all important and necessary aspects in life obviously. Not only that, to even look after one's possessions, this too is an important aspect. One should not just allow things to get wasted and destroyed. So all this is in its place. But above everything else, for a mu'min, the most important thing is, is Imani security. Life security, obviously, material security also. But this can nothing be compared to the priority that a mu'min gives to Imani security. Because life one day is going to go. No matter how long a person lives, whatever the comfort he lives in, or whatever poverty he lives in, one day life is going to go. Material things, So often it happens a person is still around and is gone already. And sometimes it's still with him but sooner or later one day when he leaves everything is going to stay behind, nothing is going to come along. So life is going to go one day. The material things sometimes are gone before, sometimes are going to be left behind. But what will come along when a person is laid in his grave, which will be of crucial assistance to him on the day of Tiyamad? And which is his ticket to Jannah, that is his iman. So while everything else has its place in terms of the need of security, nothing can come even a fraction close to the importance of imani security. If we look in the lives of the Ambiya and Musalat wa then they gave us that lead of what importance they gave to this imani security. And this is the aspect that we have to reflect on the Quran says. Allah Ta'ala has mentioned these incidents of the salam. These are not just stories for the sake of some historical record or something to read to our children at bedtime just to put them to sleep. These are deep lessons. Lessons for us to take to heart. Lessons for us to convert to action. Sayyidina Ibrahim, salatu wasalam, Allah Ta'ala mentions his incident and his incident is mentioned in many, many places in the Quran chari. And this particular ayat, we hear about this at the time of Eid al-Adha repeatedly. Ibrahim al was instructed by Allah to leave his wife and that little newborn baby, that little small child, to leave them in a barren place where Makkah Mukarramah near the Baytullah, which at that time was just a barren place. This was the instruction of Allah, the order of Allah. So Ibrahim does as instructed and now he leaves them there with the little provisions and he now turns to leave. So now he goes out of sight and he turns to Allah wa ta'ala in dua. Allah mentions this dua in the Quran Sharihi, the dua Ibrahim made on this occasion. رَبَّنَا إِنِّي أسكنت من Ya Allah, I've left my wife and child in this barren place Biwaadin ghairizi zara' There's no means of survival here. Nothing is growing here. There's no water in this place. The money came subsequently. There's no means of survival whatsoever here. Ya Allah, I've left them near this sacred house where the Kaaba Sharif, the foundations were still there from the time of Adam which were then destroyed in the flood that came in the time of Nuh alayhi salatu wasalam. Allah has left him here on your instruction. Now I'm leaving. But as a father, he obviously had a very deep attachment for this child. As a husband, he had that attachment and concern for his wife. He was all, after all, insan as well. And the attachment and love that the Ambiyālī alayhi wasalam, had, for their near and dear ones, we can't compare to that. But despite that, now that he turns to Allah in dua, what is his dua? He's leaving them here. He's going. He doesn't know what's going to be the outcome. He's turning in dua, Rabbana li yuqimus salah. Top of the list. Greatest priority. Ya Allah so that they may establish salah in their lives. This is my concern. They must have salah in their lives. Why is salah so important? Because to start off with, Our day-to-day concern is our material security. As much as we see the material security in the means, the greatest means is the means of deen that Allah Ta'ala has given us. And among the means in deen is the salah. Person who is punctual on his five times daily salah, Allah Ta'ala makes his rizq also easy for him. His material security also is in his salah. And his security of his iman to the extent that he will protect his salah, inshallah this will serve as a protection of his iman. As salatu imadu deen, man aqamaha faqad aqamad deen. man hadamaha faqad هَدَمَّ deen. أو كَمَا قَالَ النَّبِيُّ صلى الله عليه وسلم. Nabi صلى الله عليه وسلم says salah is a, is a pillar of deen. The person who will maintain this pillar of deen, he'll maintain the rest of deen. So inshallah his iman will get maintained also. His iman will get protected as well. And the one who neglects this, He's going to neglect the rest of deen also. And then this is the... He's left his Iman prone to the attacks. And open without any defense, without any security. So rabbana لِيُقِيمُ Salah. Ya Allah, this is that first concern I have. That they must have salah in their lives. Then he was concerned about their material security as well. He was concerned about their physical security as well. So now he made dua for that also. But that dua came second. The first dua was, لِيُوْ قِيمُ الصَّلَاةِ Then he says, Fajal afidatam مِّنَ النَّاسِ تَهْوِي Ya Allah, make the hearts of people incline towards them. So that now others would feel inclined towards them. They might settle down here also. This will serve as some kind of company, some protection. So this was that physical security. Fajal afidatam مِّنَ النَّاسِ تَهْوِي Ya Allah, you make the hearts of people incline towards them. And Allah Ta'ala made that happen for him. Allah Ta'ala accepted that dua of his. People were passing by. They saw water somewhere here. They came to take the water. They decided, why not just settle here? This became the means of this company and security also. What zukhum min as This was the physical security, the material security. Allah grant them the risk and sustenance of samarad, which takes care of all the needs that this insan has, and all their needs, and this is very comprehensive. It takes care of the needs of the worldly life of insan. It takes care of his spiritual needs also. Everything is included in this word. Samarad. So the material security also he made dua for. The physical security he made dua for. But he started off with the dua for the imani security. لِيُقِيمُ السَّلَاةِ And he finished off لَعَلَّهُمْ يَشْكُرُونَ In all this I'm asking for them so that they be granted these bounties and favors. And what will be the end result of it? The end result should be, لَعَلَّهُمْ يَشْكُرُونَ Ya Allah, they become truly grateful to you. Gratitude, the reality of gratitude is not confined to lip service. One is verbal gratitude is very important, essential. But the reality of gratitude is servitude. The reality of gratitude to Allah Ta'ala is a person gives himself over to Allah Ta'ala entirely in the worship of Allah Ta'ala, in the obedience of Allah Ta'ala, not trampling the commands of Allah Ta'ala. The reality of gratitude is servitude. So he is making dua again for their imani security. Because if they are in the servitude of Allah Ta'ala, then their iman will get protected also. So he started off with the imani security and finished off with the imani security. And in between, well they are insan also. So he made dua for their material security, he made dua for their physical security, but not at the expense of their imani security. Because all this material will finish up one day. This life has to go. But iman, a person needs that iman in the Qabr. The person needs that iman on the day of Qiyamah. And that is the only ticket to jannah. Without this iman, there's no entry to jannah. So this is a very clear lesson that we get in the Qur'an Sharif of what is the highlight of this mu'min. And the Nabi of Allah says that Ibrahim Allah Ta'ala is mentioning this incident of his to give us this lesson. To so take one more ayat. Sayyidina Yaqub Ali Salam great Nabi of Allah Ta'ala is on his deathbed and he gathers his sons around him and he asks him a question. Now a person on his deathbed a person can see now life is ebbing away it's now a matter of time. Now what goes through his mind? What goes through his heart? What are the thoughts? So now at that time, many many things can go through a person's mind. And more often than not, and generally this will be the case, what is most closest to his heart is what will come on his tongue also. So now he gathers his sons around him. al Allah Ta'ala says, you, do you recall the time when Yaqub al now was on his deathbed? Now he's addressing his son. He's on his dead bed. He's addressing his sons around him. Mata تَعْبُدُونَ min Badi, <بَعْضِي> Who is speaking in Nabi of Allah. He's speaking to his children who have the blood of several Ambiya flowing in their veins. People who were brought up by the Nabi of Allah. They were given the best upbringing and nurturing in terms of deen. And now they are surrounding this bed and the question he's asking them, "Mata Abu min Badi, "My greatest concern is, I'm leaving, I'm going." While I was around, I was overseeing you to the extent I could. But now that I'm going to be gone, ta'buduna Abu Nambadi, who are you going to worship after me?" The imani security is concerned about. More than anything else, he didn't ask them anything else. He asked them, "Mata Abu Namibadi. "Who are you are going to worship after me?" They responded and said, Na'abudu ilahak Wa ilaha aba'ika ibrahim wa wa wahida We're going to worship the one Allah only. It's your Allah, the Allah of your forefathers? only one Allah. We've submitted ourselves to him alone. Now that they gave him this response, now he was comfortable that inshallah they will remain steadfast on this Iman and Islam. In his last moments of life also, he is concerned about their Imani security. But this is the mold that must be the heart of a mu'min. ma Abu min For himself, at every moment, Who am I worshipping? Am I worshipping my desires? Am I worshipping the norms of society? Am I worshipping the fashions of the West? Am I worshipping this person and that person? No, no, no. I am worshipping Allah alone. And since I worship Allah alone, I have to ask myself at every juncture what is Allah's command? And what is going to please my Rub, my sustain and creator? Ma ta'abudhuna min And that is the mode for which we should have for our children, our offspring and progeny. What is going to be their iman? How are they going to survive in terms of their iman? Material security, that too will make the effort whatever is within our capacity. Their physical security, and we... Alhamdulillah has done more than they deserve also. Their Imani security, how much of concern have we given to that? Now, this was the concern of these great Ambiyari wasalam. They were living in that golden time and era when things were so pure and clean, everything was so much safer. We are living in the time that Rasulullah foretold: yusbihur Rajulu Mu'minan wa Yumsi Kafira. The time will come a person in the morning will have Iman before the evening he's lost his Iman. Well he said that in the evening the person will have Iman before the morning he's lost it. How he lost it so quickly? min ad dunya. He will sell his deen, sell his Iman for dunya. Allah forbid he'll sell his Imani security for material security. He'll give such priority to material security and physical security, he'll compromise his Iman. He'll sell the security of the Iman of his children for their material security. <laughs> Nabi Islam foretold this. And unfortunately this is an era that we are passing, how often youngsters come, they ask some questions and in the process the questions the person is asking gives, the, gives out what is going on in his heart His Iman is gone. The kind of things he's believing in. His Iman is long gone. So this is the most crucial thing that we need to be concerned about. And especially in the time that we are living in. What is going on around us? And what is happening? What is the danger that is lurking out there? And we have to make that concerted effort for the Imani security. For our own, for our progeny to come. For the progeny that is there currently. The children that are there. And that progeny to follow. In this time that we are in, among the things that are the direct attacks on this Iman, there are many many things, but among the direct attacks on this Iman, one is the education system that we are currently experiencing around us. We all know what's going on in the schools, the CSE that has now been introduced. This is not just something about well, some subject matter in there and some pictures in some books, all that is bad enough. There's a whole mindset that is being created. As we discussed about that mold, the mold of the heart should be Mata Abu min ba'adi. There's a different mold that is being created with this. And then everything gets started thought about through that mold. There's a mold, there's a plastic mold, all these plastic things that get manufactured, the desks that we see in front of us, it gets manufactured out of a mold. There's a mold, and then that plastic is pushed through that mold, it comes out in that shape. Whatever goes through that mold, it will come out in that shape. That biscuit, there is a flower mold. You push that dough from one end, that flower comes out of the other side. Because that is the mold. If there is a circle, it will come out a circle. If there is a square, it will come out a square. Now that's a mold of the heart. That mold of the heart should be Mata Abuduna Mimbadi. They are creating a different mold. What is the mold? that this person must grow up, Allah forbid, thinking certain things which deen has totally made abhorrent to think about it as fine there are so many things that are happening in that syllabus that that mindset is being created is to take one aspect that that child from that very young age must grow up thinking grow up believing that marriage to the same gender is fine, what's wrong with this? and he must never ever think anything wrong about it. And if he dares think something is wrong about it, then he's called homophobic. And these are not just some hypothetical theories, this is the reality that's coming out. Now you get a youngster coming, who comes to the masjid also, and then he says, well that's me, I have these in my genes, so why should I be, now looked down upon, this is me. Now that which Allah mentions in the Quran Sharif, regarding the time of Hazrat Lut and his people were indulging in the vice of this abhorrent sin of sodomy etc. and he said to them إِنِّي لِعْمَلِكُمْ مِنَ الْقَالِينَ I disgust your action this is abhorrent now the syllabus is meant to say you mustn't disgust it you must say it's fine what Allah is saying is disgusting they want you to say it's fine where's the iman left but Allah Ta'ala is saying is a complete abomination, it's a sin, a vice. Now the child of God says it's not a sin, Auzhu Where's the Iman left? He can perform salah upon salah, he can make Hajj upon Hajj, but if he doesn't have his Iman in place, he's believing something that Allah Ta'ala has made totally haram, believing it to be fine and okay, there's no Iman left. That salah is not going to be of any avail to him. This is just one but it's the tip of the iceberg only more than that the theory of evolution that is being taught in schools and colleges and whatever else there have been so many occasions where youngsters came to not just ask a question A person is debating it I think this is makes sense what makes sense Now, that he came from an ape that's what he believes in that's where he came from and all this just came with a big bang Allah created it no no this came from the big bang now where's iman left All the ayat of the Quran Sharif regarding the creation of Adam how Allah created this universe, all that is denied. In one go, all that is denied with this evolutionist theory. And now that person is growing up with it as belief. This is the attacks on Iman that are happening. So one is this line of attack. Then together with this is the media. Apart from this, this we're talking about the schooling, one further aspect the number of our children that attend the private Christian ethos schools. Private schools with the Christian ethos, or pri- Christian schools itself. And now because of the so-called education which is a very high level, that's what we be, think it is. But at what price? Is it yabi'u deenahu bi'aradim minad dunya? Is it selling deen for dunya? How many of them have come out from there that Iman is already very, very seriously compromised? Many have been attending chapel lessons every morning. They were wearing a blazer with a cross on it, right close to their hearts, day and every day. And there have been these very, very heartbreaking incidents. One father, not too long ago, came to the jamiyad and he's crying that my daughter was now just locking herself into the room for long hours and we didn't know what was going on and one day she came out and she says, "No, I am no more, I no more Muslim I have now become a Christian she was attending such a school and then the literature that her friends were giving her she was sitting in her room and reading the Bible reading Christian literature and now she came out saying, no this is what I am now as much as they are trying to convince her she says, no that's what I am one child came home and he's sitting for supper and he's sitting with his hands in front of him his father asked him, what are you up to? he says, no the teacher told us we must say we must say mass or whatever it is, before eating must say mass. Now the child is going to that kind of school, now that's what he is coming with. One child went to such a school for one day, the father sent the child and at the end of the day something crossed his mind, he said leave it out, I'm not sending the child anymore. Took out, preschool, and some months later, somebody just mentioned something, somewhere the word Jesus came up. Months later the child went to the school for one day. And months later, somewhere the word Jesus came up. The child just suddenly pipes up and says, I know Jesus. What's Jesus? They say, what's Jesus? You say, Jesus is Lord. The child went to the school for one day. And months later, and how old? About six years old, five years old, six years old. Now where is the Iman going to be left? The child is going through the system day in and out. That Imani security. Allah forbid, if, if that Imani security is let down, what will be the end result? The other part of that is the media. What is going on in the media? One girl in a maktab, afternoon madrasa, she's asking her muallima, her teacher. Now, a six-year, seven-year-old child, she is asking her teacher, her muallima, that when I grow up, as shocking as disease, this is, but unfortunately these are realities that we have to grapple with, she's asking her muallima, when I grow up, can I get married to this girl? A girl is asking this question, six, seven years old. So that Mali Yama got a shock of her life. What is this child talking about? Where does she even get such a question from? So now he started digging beneath the surface, talking to her separately. Getting So she was watching some cartoons, some Disney cartoons. But the Disney cartoons were planting some messages in her. She's watching cartoons, all this impermissible entertainment you say, no, it's cartoons, some western researchers have written that these Disney cartoons also are known to plant messages in the child's mind that you must always oppose the norm. You mustn't just become one of the mass. Even if your parents also oppose them, then you're a hero. Now, it's not said in so many words, but that's the message that gets left. Now this child was watching that, now she's asking this question. She's six years, seven years old. She's already asking this kind of question. Where is she going to finish off? Now these are the, the attacks that are happening on this iman and Allah forbid if we don't take steps to protect our children then these kind of heartbreaking incidents are becoming ever on the increase. There are many many great steps to be taken in this regard but just quickly to finish off on some immediate steps. Immediate steps for the protection of our iman, the iman of our children. Number one, Ibrahim wasalam, he made dua li uqeemu we must make sure every person in that home is performing Salah and the Salah of the child is not compromised for anything. Our situation unfortunately sometimes is now oh, the child is doing homework till too late so leave the Fajr Salah out and now oh, there is too much of homework so leave the Isha also out. So for that material security leave Deen out. For the material security يَبِعُوا دِينَهُ min Minad dunya. That Salah must never get compromised for anything in the world. Our own Salah the salah for our children. If we are truly serious about protecting their iman, we must establish salah in their lives. Number one, salah. Number two, every child must attend an afternoon maktab. That afternoon maktab might seem like a very, very small thing, it might seem like just a way thing. It is planting the seeds of iman. It's helping the child and us to protect the child's iman. That afternoon maktab must never be compromised. Unfortunately, everything happens in that afternoon time. Whether it is the aspect of some appointment, or Allah forbid even entertainment, all will happen in the time of that maktab. That should never be compromised for anything. Number three, family time. Unfortunately, we don't have any family time. Family time meaning constructive family time with that child, where there's some good conversation. By and large, generally the conversation, one is giving some orders and instructions, conversation. We probably for the whole week can write the conversation we had sometimes with our children in a quarter page. Some healthy conversation, discussion, maybe something light-hearted in the process too. But that brings out what's in the child's heart and mind, which helps us to guide him. Or just giving him some lessons of life, family time. Unfortunately, there's only device time nowadays. And that device time is leading to much vice. Whether it's youngsters, whether it's adults, whether it's parents, grandparents, Allah forbid. The kind of complaints that keep coming. This device time has to be cut out, you have to bring taaleem time, bring time to talk to our families. And then the fourth thing is dua, and more dua, and even more dua. The Ambiyari salat wa salam, Ibrahim is making dua for the imani security of his children. How much of dua we should be making? Daily dua, not just in passing, fervently from the depths of our heart, dua for ourselves, Dua for our children. Dua for our offspring to come. And dua for the entire ummat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah ta'ala give us the tawfeeq. Wa akhiru da'wanu